Father, we just want to worship you. We acknowledge your supremacy, O God in heaven. As your creation, we have come to honor you this morning. We ask that our worship be accepted, O God in heaven. And your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, we ask that you would teach us your word. Bless our hearts transform our minds and let our lives be a reflection of your goodness oh god to the glory and honor of your name in the name of jesus even as i speak your word i ask that lord you will speak through me that everyone who hears will be blessed and the name of the lord will be glorified in jesus mighty and matchless name we have prayed amen and amen hallelujah amen amen quickly let's open our bibles to the book of psalms chapter 8 psalms chapter 8 we're reading from verses 1 to 6 psalms chapter 8 we're reading from verses 1 to 6 hallelujah psalms chapter 8 from verses 1 to 6 if you're there with me say amen hallelujah hallelujah are we all there hallelujah in our usual manner let's read together one to go O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, and what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah say to your neighbor happy new months hallelujah happy new months hallelujah you know many at times you may wonder what is happy about the month but the reality of it is for the fact that you are in the land of the living hallelujah first and foremost that should be enough reasons why you should be glad hallelujah praise the name of the lord the bible says that indeed i slept and i woke up because the lord sustained me praise god our sustenance is of God and not of ourselves. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so again, I say to you on behalf of the church, the leadership, happy new month to you all. And it's our earnest desire that in this month of November, you know, the Bible says in the book of Psalm 65 that the Lord would crown the year with his goodness. Hallelujah. That the Lord would be good to you and your household. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. The title of my sermon this morning is Man. The one honored by God. Hallelujah. Man, the one honored by God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, as our usual manner, all I will just do this month or this Sunday is just to give an introductory or um, an introduction to all we'll be looking at in this month. And our month, in, the theme for our month is the month of honor. Hallelujah. And so we'll be looking at what is God's idea when we are talking about honor and as he relates to man. Praise the name of the Lord. But to start this off, first and foremost, we'll understand that from the Bible, we agree that 
it has been said according to Paul that the extent to which we experience the best of Christianity is dependent on how much of God we know. Praise the name of the Lord. Is dependent on how much of God we know. And so Paul, eager, saying that, you know what, that I may what? Know him and the power of his resurrection. In other words, everything that God has ordained for you and I is captured or is only realized to the extent that we know God. And so the Bible says in the book of Daniel 11 verse 32, the B part, it says, For they that know their God, they shall be what? Strong and they shall what? Do exploits. Hallelujah. They shall be strong and they shall what? Do exploits. And so you realize that indeed, if I'm going to make the most of this Christian experience, praise God, if I'm going to have the best of Christianity, then there is a need for me to what? Know God. Hallelujah. There is a need for me to know God. Say to your neighbor, know God. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, know God. Hallelujah. Because the extent to which you and I are able to be convinced about God's mind for us is to the degree that we are able to experience or make the best of that encounter. Hallelujah. But however, from the very beginning, from the very, very beginning, from when you look at the book of Genesis, we understand that Satan's primary aim, Satan's primary aim has always been to put enmity between God and his creation. Hallelujah. The primary aim of the devil is that what? He puts a separation between myself and my God. Because he understands that as long as I'm aligned to God, or as long as my life is aligned to God, I will experience everything God has for me. And so Jesus was saying that what? I am the vine and you are the branches. He says, abide in me and I in you. And he says, for without me you can do what? Do nothing. Hallelujah. And so if the devil is going to succeed in accomplishing his agenda for his agenda for his creation or whatever he wants to do is that what you and I be separated. And I said here that if he does not succeed, then he will begin to sow seeds of doubt to the extent to which God loves us. Hallelujah. How many times have you gone through challenges and you begin to question if this God is real? Hallelujah. How many times have you encountered difficulties and someone will tell you God is good? Within your heart of hearts, you begin to question, if God is really good, why am I going through what I'm going through? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, unfortunately, on Friday or on Thursday, I received a phone call. And this auntie of mine, she's very, very dear to me. And when I gave my life to Christ and I began to follow this path, she was one of those who perhaps you will say she looked up to me. And for every time she would ask me, you know, let us share one or two things about this God that you believe in. And so it happened that on Thursday morning, her husband just died. Hallelujah. And I was avoiding to call her because what do I say to her? I have preached to you and told you that God is good, that all is well, regardless of whatever the life may offer us, that God still remains good. Hallelujah. But I came to the conclusion that whether he lives or he dies, it does not change the nature of who God is. Praise God. And so you understand that when the devil does not succeed in separating you from God, he begins to sow seeds of doubt. 
Praise the name of the Lord. When you read the book of Genesis 11, the Bible said that, and the devil began to question Eve, said, did God really say? Hallelujah. Did God really say? Because when there is doubt, then you are open to any suggestion. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When there is doubt in your heart, then you are open to what? Any suggestion. Hallelujah. And so Paul began to tell us in the book of Ephesians 3, he says that so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And he says, I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have the power together with all the Lord's people to grasp how wide, how long and how high and deep is the love of Christ. To know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the measure of all fullness of God. Hallelujah. This is why I will often say it here in church, that the biggest revelation anybody can boast of is not the revelation of how to make money. It's not the revelation of how to build a godly home. The biggest revelation anybody must boast of is that God loves me. Praise God. Because every other thing is built on that foundation of God's love. The Bible said that for God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And so David was, began, was reflecting. Because when you read that Psalm chapter 8 from the verse 1, it says, Oh Lord, how majestic is your name. Hallelujah. He says, how wonderful it is. And in verse 3, he says, when I consider the heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, is that says, what is man? Hallelujah. What is what? Man. Because I can bet that his mind could not comprehend it. A God so big, a God so majestic, all powerful in him there is no shadow of turn of variation all power belongs to him and yet you choose to give attention to a mere mortal hallelujah to a mere mortal who is today is, is and tomorrow is no more it's enough to begin to wonder how many of you have seen a guy and a girl who are married the wife is not so good looking but this guy is to die for and you're wondering, but what are you doing with her? Praise God. Because if I was to judge based on your looks, you shouldn't be with someone like this. Hallelujah. That's how it is that David was wondering. This God that is so big. I mean, the Bible said that, you know what? That he sits in the heavens and he makes the earth his footstool. And yet, this human creation becomes everything that God will want to do is all about man. Praise God. I can tell you this for free. Do you know that the reasons why the devil hates you is because you are occupying what he always wanted to occupy? Praise God. The reason why the Satan hates humanity is simply because the thing that he so longed to accomplish, God gave it to you and I on a platter. Praise God. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 14. The Bible says that how you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. It says how you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened nations. Verse 13, it says, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. 
I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, and I will also sit on the mount of the congregation, on the farthest of the north. Verse 14 now says, I will ascend above that of the cloud, and I will be like what? The most high. Praise God. But yet, the Bible says that God made us in his own image and likeness. Hope you know that the devil or man was not God's first creation. Praise God. And so, it's almost like the story of the prodigal son. I have been with you for so long, but yet, this boy goes and misbehaves and comes back. You are still giving him attention. Praise God. That is the extent to which God loves you and I. That a God so big, a God so, so powerful, yet, he's so fascinated with man that he would do anything just to win man's affection. Praise God. And so David was saying, what is man that you are so mindful of him? That in all that you have done for him, what? The Bible said that what? You have made him a little lower than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. Praise God. You have crowned him with glory and honor. You know, there is a statement that says, thank God man is not God. Praise God. Because you understand that when you are dealing with God, you're not dealing with God based on who you are. There is nothing that you and I could have done to win God's affection. There is nothing. The Bible said that our righteousness is but what? Filthy rags before him. There is nothing I could have done. But yet, the Bible says that what? He chose to love me. And so we were looking at this subject of honor. That should begin to give you some level of knowledge or confidence that when you even approach the throne of grace, you're not, a, you're not coming to God on account of who you are or what you did, but it's simply because he loves me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because it is enough to ask, what is man? What is man? What has he given you? To, you know, my, my, my mom and my grandmom, they all make this joke. Even that my auntie that I was telling you about, you know, she always tells my wife, I need to know what you have given this, my boy. The praise God. Because every small thing, all he's saying is you, 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 you. That I need to reverse whatever you gave him. And it's just a joke and we all laugh about it in the house. But you could liken the same with God. What has man done to you that you have lost your sense of consciousness? That's why someone will write that song and say that what... That God's love is reckless. Hallelujah. Because it's, it's reckless because if, if God was to be man, at least I must behave in some certain way for me to qualify his affection. Praise God. But yet I did nothing. And so you understand that when Paul was now saying in the book of Romans chapter 5, he says, for scarcely for a righteous man would die. He says, it's scarce. He said, it's impossible for a righteous man to die. He says, yet, peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. Praise God. He says, but God commended his love towards us in that when we were yet sinners, praise God, when we were yet sinners, Christ did what? Died. Christ what? Died. 
And he says, much more than being now justified by his blood, he says, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. All I'm trying to make us understand in today's service is simple. There is something special about you. There is something unique about you that God is willing to break all protocols for your sake. Hallelujah. That God is willing to do any and everything just to ensure that his agenda for your life is fulfilled. Because when this understanding is settled, when we have this consciousness in us, our Christian experience becomes different. Praise God. Our Christian experience becomes different. Why? Because many a times, the things that we beg God for, praise God, many a times, the things we beg God for are the things that he has freely given to us. But you see, it takes the consciousness of it for us to walk in the reality of it. Praise the name of the Lord. Until you and I begin to walk in the consciousness of God's love, that God loves me. So regardless of what your past may have been, regardless of what your background may have been, the Bible says what is what man? That you have crowned him with glory and with what honor. Praise God. Regardless of what you may have done, the scripture is telling us today that God has crowned us with what? Glory and honor. Hallelujah. And so in the month of November, all we are looking at is what? What comes with this honor? This thing that the Bible is telling me that God has given me, how then do I walk in the reality of it? Hallelujah. How then do I walk in the reality of it? And so I end with this statement. It says the love of God is one of the most greatest realities of the universe. It says a pillar upon which the hope of the world rests, but it is personal. An, int an intimate thing too. He says, God does not love populations. He loves people. Praise God. He loves not the masses. He loves what? Men. In other words, it's a relational thing. It's individual. Hallelujah. Praise God. The love of God is personal. So when the likes of Mesichin is singing, Jesus, you love me too much. You know, it's from a place of reflection. Because you begin to ask yourself, what have I done to deserve this thing? Praise God. Because if it was based on human competence, I don't qualify. I'm the least qualified. And so all I'm trying to make us understand is we must come to a place of soberness to actually reflect. Because when we begin to walk in this reflection, then when the Bible demands certain things from you and I in obedience to God's love, it becomes not burdensome. Because after all, he loved me first. Therefore, I owe him my love. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads as we pray. That gracious Father in heaven, we begin to thank you for the reality of all that you have communicated to us this hour. Lord God in heaven, perhaps there is someone here who is yet to walk in the fullness of this love. Or perhaps as a result of the challenges of life and the tribulations that they may have experienced have come to question your love. 
Father God in heaven, I pray. One single thing I ask of you, O God. Reveal yourself to them. Reveal yourself to them, O God. That Lord, kill every doubt, O God. That Lord, they would walk in the conviction that truly you are a good God. And above all, O God in heaven, your name shall be glorified. Perhaps there is someone here who is yet to give their life to Christ. You see, you cannot walk in the love of God except you first receive the free gift of salvation. The Bible said that indeed that if we neglect so great a salvation, how can we escape? Hallelujah. Jesus has come to die for you and I on account of our sins. The only thing that is demanded of us is that we accept that gift and walk in the demands of it. So perhaps you are here this morning and you are yet to accept Jesus as the Lord and the Savior of your life. Why don't you say with me, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Grant me the privilege to walk in the reality of the new creation. Even as I confess you as the Lord and the Savior of my life. Thank you, Almighty God in heaven, for these precious ones that have given their lives unto you. Spirit of the living God, I ask that, Lord, you will keep each and every one of us unto the very end. And that above all, O God in heaven, when the day of return shall come, none of us shall be found missing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God in heaven, for in Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.